Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sunnyvale. We're on location. <laughs> We're on location right now, and the toys are us. <laughs> Broke down. Um, I know we went bankrupt, but it's okay. Because no. Sunnyvale is still alive in everyone's hearts. And now we have a special sunny performance. From your special friend. From your special friend on this special Thursday. So Eve, take it away. Doom, 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 doom. Doom, 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 Your nigga's mine. Everywhere he goes, he dresses me up. Out of town we go. Hotel, restaurants on the family credit card. Now what your kids gonna eat? Cause he's feasting on me now. He's my knife. You're your best friend. He got bored. He just took you to court. You're divorced. He's my not Yours, you need child support. He's mine, not yours anymore. Listen, <laughs> let's talk about how I can keep the beat. That's okay, though. Oh, my gosh. Listen, it's not my job. I don't know how to, I'd be trying. I'd be trying, but I couldn't. I couldn't keep it. Mm. Men. Anyway, welcome to episode 11 of Zibak Umbrella. I am Wes. I'm Frenchie. I'm Nika. We haven't said that in a few weeks. I know. <laughs> but I feel like we should kind of start We had to bring that back. We had to bring it back. So sorry. Bring it back. Bring it back. So we're going to start this show off with Nika and the word of the day. Mm-hmm. So what's the word today, huh? A word that I'm not going to say. We don't go to this what? word. What? Uh, why not? I like that oh, word. Okay. Why not? I'm gonna tell you what it is in this in the um definition, and I'm gonna let you know right now. You don't want this word. Okay, oh we'll tell you what it is. Pragnathus. Pragnathus. Pragmantis. Prognosis. Prognosis. Not. <laughs> no, not prognosis. Prometheus. Prognathus. No. Prognathus. Prognathus. Got you. P r o g n a t h o u s. It's an mm. adjective. It means having a projecting lower jaw or chin. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Which is why I was like, I we don't gotta think. Talk oh. <laughs> 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 we got to talk shit about somebody. We got to talk shit about somebody. You want to hear this? Prognathan. Wow. Wow. I got one. Okay. Okay. Well, that was quick. The crimson chin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Has some prognathus. Going on with his <laughs> projecting jaw or chin. I put the definition right. in there <laughs> with the just sentence. Like the app. Sounding just like the app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frenchie? Um, okay. When people say that someone has Bobby Brown jaw, <laughs> maybe they're just referring to them having a very prognathous. Prognathous. Gosh. <laughs> prognathous chin jaw. Mm. <laughs> Nika, do you have a sentence for prognathus? Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> do I? Do you? Sometimes people that have a very prognathous chin have a little dimple in the middle. Mm. Uh-huh. A little butt chin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little butt chin. A little chin. crease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They wipe that counter down now, don't okay. they? 
hope wow. so. Wow. Mm. Well, wow. <laughs> what are we paying dust this Thursday, everybody? Mm. You guys, I'm in specific. <laughs> you know she has a whole list. Oh, a whole, a whole list. list. Okay, so then Nika started us off with paying dust. Right. Okay, I'm going to pay dust to the clip-on bun that they put on the little black girl and <sighs> us and if you haven't seen us you should definitely go see it but that's uh, what i'm paying us to because they the knew damn well that that was wrong bun. Oh, and you could tell right away you know what there was always something it was always sitting up real high so real and straight high and yeah. not supposed to be there okay the clip-on bun from the girl and are you gonna pay a dust pay that dust all right frenchie what you paying dust <laughs> What am I paying dust? Um, I am paying dust to my mind wandering when I am trying to meditate. Mm-hmm. But that that's happens okay to me all the time. Every time I bring it back, I center myself, center my thoughts and my breathing, focus on my breathing, and I'm back. You know, every time your mind wanders when you meditate, as long as you can bring it back. That's a victory for you. It sure so. is. Amen. Mm-hmm. You got the victory. Got the victory. Exactly. Um, mm, I'm going to pay this to Kimberell. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> for she needs the Lord. And although she feels like she has them, I mean, him in her heart, I feel like she really doesn't. She just talked a mess about Fantasia for no reason. Literally just saying basically that Leandria Johnson can sing Fantasia under the table. And although that may be true, there's no reason for her to put one black woman down mm. and to say that they weren't good enough for Aretha Franklin tribute just because she's not particularly fond of her voice. It's a bit much. It's terrible. It's tearing woman down and it's not what I'm about and it shouldn't be what she's about but you know what a lot of these Turk folk got some issues and Kimberell's one with many amen with many (laughs) (laughs) so today in liquor lane which is our new segment which is our new segment with the wine with the wine I thought that it would be fun to tell a story with your wine. So oh, I wow. want us to first wow. <laughs> take a sip of the wine and tell us the first thing that comes to your mind. Would you guys like me to start off? Okay. Well, yes, the wine please. that we've had tonight is a good old California roots. <laughs> <laughs> Cabernet. Okay. I'm going to swirl my wine around in my wine glass and smell it a little bit. Mm. Wow. <laughs> what, what, what notes mm. are you getting? Yeah, what notes, notes are you getting with your nose? Spice. Um. <laughs> Sp- mm. Spice. What kind of spice? Vanilla. Mm. Vanilla. <laughs> you know. Okay. A little sweet, but like not a little tart at the same time. That's what I'm getting in my, and I'm smelling it. Mm. I'm going to sip it now, take some air in first, and then. Oh, my God. Wow. And I have been taken away. I see myself. I've got these eyes closed, baby, and I have got a story for you. (laughs) I'm taken away by this California roots, but I'm not in California, baby. Okay. I'm in the Bahamas. I'm oh. in the Bahamas. Wow. And I'm on a Tommy private 
Mm-hmm. Tell me. <laughs> Got your island. I'm on a shirt. private villa with my man and not the kids. Uh, um, and the grandma was the baby. The, nope. Mm-mm. The, the grandma's not the baby. Nope. Mm-mm. Oh, I thought the grandma was. The nope. Baby. Mm-mm. Okay. Just me and my man on this island. But. But without the kids. Without so, the kids. So the grandma, no. So the grandma <laughs> the uh, right. Without the kids. So the grandma was. No. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. Uh-huh. So the story that I have in my head right now. I took my sip of my sip. Oh, sip. <laughs> took my sip of my wine. I'm on a beach in the Bahamas, not in California, but in the Bahamas, clearly. And I'm with my man, and I'm listening to Keisha Cole. Oh. <laughs> which album? Um, right, which song? Uh, I love my baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> that, was a little, that was a little rough on the vocals, oh but my. you get what I'm saying. And yeah, and we're Picking just. Up what I'm oh, you get it, okay? And I'm just chilling. That's what I got going for you. Um, Nika? Oh. Take a sip of your wine and tell me what story comes to your mind. Very, it's dark. It reminds me of a cabin in the woods mm. and the trees. All the around. movie? No, Is it the oh, sexy I'm more, more so sexy. That was a conspiracy movie. We're talking about an actual cabin, like some Twilight shit. Oh, oh. sexy, like some Bella Jacob. Like some, yeah, no. Mm. Edward. Ew. Oh. Well, that's what Ew. it was. Well, they were all in the woods. Right. Oh, they were all in the woods. They lived in the woods. Who was the one? The one. The with one? the, okay. It was one Twilight movie and they were playing baseball. Who was the one that looked like he was ready to die like immediately? Um, Jasper? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. It's him. I was like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jasper. Ooh. Frenchie? What's her story? Oh, Ooh, she almost <laughs> knocked that wine down for the second time tonight. And that, that was about to be her story. Hits the floor. <laughs> Sorry, it's just the little table's kind of close to my elbow. Okay. Let me move it. Okay, me swish, swish, swish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sip. Waft it into your waft it into oh, your uh, nose. Yeah. Waft. yeah, waft. Mm. Mm. Yes. Great. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm it. wafting. I'm wafting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Get it all in I'm there. Gonna Okay, next yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Delectable. Mm. Yes. Get those notes. Come on. Mm. It's taking me to. Uh. Come oh. on. <laughs> Where is it taking you? <laughs> Where is it taking you? I'm mm. in Costa Rica. Oh. Okay. So okay. mm. tropical. And it's nighttime and it's warm. Mm. Mm. I'm with my man. <laughs> my man. man. <laughs> uh-huh. There's no kids, bad, so there's bad no black sheep. Right. There, Have there, you there's any no hope? kids, so there's no grandma. That's the baby. There's just no kids at all. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And we're on a beach. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We both got beach vibes. Got beach, beach vibes. You got wood vibes. I love it. Forest mm-hmm. and the trees. Mm. Right. And the leaves. And the leaves. There's a um Whatever kind of animal is native to Costa Rica is there. <laughs> well, I was the first thing I thought of was ant eater. That's a shame. Let me calm down. Um. Okay. Um. <laughs> let's go for the birds. Oh. 
just skip on down, skip on down. <laughs> Sheesh. So many things happened this week. But we are just going to go ahead and... Oh, there you go. Get in that. Hmm. We're going to start off with Kaylani. She gave birth to her daughter, Adea. Oh, so cute. Anita. What? Adea, Anita. Okay. After Nuna. Moving on. All mm. right. She, yeah, she gave birth to her baby. Um, I'm sure it's beautiful. It's baby girl. It's a baby girl. Mm. I'm sure the baby She's. is beautiful. You know, um... They said that they will not be giving out her time of birth or the actual day because they don't want y'all looking up her birth chart. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's confidential. All right. So, yes, congratulations to Kaylani. Go, Kaylani. And um, Javi on your baby. Is it Javi? I think so. Or Javi? No, I think it's Javi. Next up, we have Lizzo. She was on the Jonathan Ross show. And she was on there playing the flute and twerking. Apparently, that's on, that's the only thing she did because that's the only thing that they posted on the YouTube. And if you guys did not know, the Jonathan Ross show is not native to us, but it is a British comedy mm-hmm. talk show. Mm-hmm. And it's like comparable to that, like our Jimmy Fallon or our Ellen. And yes, Lizzo was on there and they had her and they handed her a flute and... With the flute and twerking, that was pretty much it. That's all they posted on their mm-hmm. website. They didn't put any of the interview because, you know, she just came out with a single called Tempo with Missy Elliott. And, and it's it banging. Fire. It's banging, y'all. Okay, I need to t- I check out Tempo. I kind of wish she would have came with that a little bit closer to the summer because that is a summer yeah, jam. that is a summer jam. She's going to have some fuss. She is. It's okay. I'm going to write this out. <laughs> but, yeah. Apparently, all Lizzo do is, does is play the flute and twerk because all that I see whenever I see videos of her is online is her playing the flute and twerking. And I'm like, do people not recognize that this woman is talented mm-hmm. in all aspects? Mm-hmm. And her music is good. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. everything is solid that she puts out. And she gets on stage and she works. And, you know, her whole entire show isn't her playing the flute and twerking. Yet that seems right. to be the only part that people capture. Right. Right. And because, oh, black woman plays the flute and twerks. Wow. So cool. It's like, okay, but like, y'all don't want to get any more of her set. Like, what's wrong? Is that what y'all come to the show right. for? Right. Like, she does more than play the flute and twerk. I mean, I know about them clicking Clearly. off and going viral, but damn. That can't be right. all she's known for. Exactly. Lizzo got some things going on, okay? She does. So, recognize Lizzo for all that she does, not just playing the flute and twerking. Please. Mm-hmm. And from there, we're going to go from one black woman to another black woman. Iconic black woman. Who is becoming an icon, I think. She's be, she's she's becoming one. Indeed. Issa Rae was on the Issa? cover of Essence. And she looked gorgeous. Flawless. She looked she looks gorgeous. So she really looks beautiful. And did y'all notice how she snuck in her little engagement I ring? I did. Pic- yes. Mm-hmm. She snuck in that engagement ring. Mm-hmm. She looks gorgeous. Her skin is literally glowing. She's in my background right now. Yes. That she highlight. She looks absolutely beautiful. Did you guys have a favorite picture? I think that is that, the, that, that is, is my favorite picture. The one of her and mm-hmm. white. I love Mona the one. Issa. Mona yes, Issa. Mona Issa. Come on, Mona Issa. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. The one with her and white is white. definitely one of my, and the braids is my favorite. I mean, she has braids throughout the whole entire shoot. Yeah. But the one with the, like, like the orange I like the dress. other one, too. I like the, the one with the green dress. The green dress. Yes, I like that yeah, one as well. Green. That's right. But she killed that shit. She deserves she it. 
And she reflected back on her social media, on like her first Essence cover that she shared with like mm-hmm. Ava DuVernay and a couple other black women who were like outstanding in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. and kind of went down the line of, oh, wow, like I've made it four years ago from there to now here and having my own cover. And it's great to see the growth in her and like what she's doing with her platform and with her production company and Insecure as well as all the other projects she has going on and her mm-hmm. separating herself as not only like a filmmaker or like, you know, a television show producer, but an actress and kind of making sure that she solidifies her spot in that world as well, which is, I think is cool. Exactly. Come on, East. Um, yeah, so she just looks very gorgeous. She's clearly engaged. The public, w- you know, we don't know who the man is, but it's somebody, and I'm sure she's happy, and I'm happy for her. But, you know, you have people on Twitter who came out and were saying, you guys only like Issa Rae now because she's rich. You guys only think she's pretty now because she's rich. Mm. And all I have to say to that is, well, honey, when you have money, you can afford <laughs> uh you can afford you got a you got a whole glam squad to pull you all the way together. together a trainer. You got a trainer, you got a nutritionist, you got a um you know, you can afford better clothes, you know, you can just do so much more. So obviously you're gonna start to look better because you can afford to look better. better. You can afford to do whatever you wanna do and look however you wanna look because now you have the funds to do so and that's completely fine. Yeah, and I thought people kind of stopped coming down her neck because she got her shit together. Exactly. I remember somebody, I was, I, w- I went, I saw her at a talk at USC. Mm. Oh, and yes. Somebody, that was good. And yeah, I know, we both saw her. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody asked her, like, asked her, like, oh, I'm an actor, I want a job. And she was like, okay, well, um, we have like internships coming up mm-hmm. that you can get a part of, like, and this is what it is. And even though this internship period has passed, we have them every year. Mm-hmm. So apply. And they were kind of like, oh, like, you know, I'm trying to show you my skills now or like, like kind of sort of making it feel like she's obligated yeah. to watch them act or listen to them or like, you know, here's my resume and pick me. And I get it. I totally get whenever it comes to down to like, you just want to be noticed and you just want to be seen and like you want to make sure that she hears you. But doing it in a public form isn't necessarily the place to do it. Like she's there to give a talk and a speech right. on different things. She's not like pull her to the side after if you can get her and be like, hey, girl, here's my resume. That's it. Like, you know, if you want to look at it, look at it. If you don't, don't. But at least I've given it to you. Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. give it to, like, her assistant or find out who her publicist is and give it to her. But, like, Mm -hmm. don't make it a thing where you're on a microphone publicly asking her, like, hire me. I want a job. And it's like, okay, I'm going to tell you about what opportunities we have. And then be like, oh, yeah, but, like, I could do something for you now. It's like, I, I, I. I'm actually here to do a job for myself, actually. Right, exactly. And you're interrupting that, and that's not cool. So can you please take a seat? I've let you know our opportunities that we have to give you. And from there, you know, take as you, do as you may. So I just felt that was kind of like an important piece to know that, like, she's not also obligated to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely give. not. She's not. And from there, oh, my gosh, this is like damn near all black people today mm-hmm. all right now we're gonna go to dr dre he caught some backlash um as we talked about last week there is a or was a whatever ongoing scandal with uh celebrities and very very wealthy people buying their children's spots at these colleges um and so dr dre made a post of his daughter 
and said my daughter got accepted into USC on her own, no jail time. Mm-hmm. And obviously, <laughs> he got a lot of backlash for that because he just, and I don't know, just, but he five like five very years ago. like five years ago mm-hmm. made a seventy million dollar donation to USC, yep. and not only that, but he now. Uh, they're almost done working on his own like building at USC. Mm-hmm. He, uh, it's gonna be like a whole program based around like like sound engineering and music and things like that. Like a whole program that they based around, you know, like he came up with the curriculum and things like that. So they're just kind of saying like, hold on now, wait a minute, slow down. Wait a minute. She, you know, it's quite possible that his daughter really does, you know, have all the grades and things like that. But also, you're still Dr. J's. Daughter. daughter and he still made this huge contribution to the school and is getting a whole building named after him so with the whole curriculum and program that he created yeah so you might want to kind of sort of not come out and be like yeah we not we don't got no jail time over here because we did it the right way on our own right because it's not going to look that way when you've done these things like you know yeah and then people were saying that that was the only school that she applied to so then that makes it look even oh. more bad See? yeah they oh, were that's what they, that. well that's what they that. were saying i don't know okay, how much of that confirmed. is true but i remember people saying well it's the only school she applied to and i mean that would people make sense shit to say shit. yeah i know people be saying shit to say shit but that would make sense considering you know you're already going to get in. But yeah. I don't think that's the only school she applied I feel like that's weird. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to go off of specifically that, but yeah, I will say that. I don't think that, that is. But that's what people were saying. I mean, it's cloud. Like, no. It's like, if your daddy paid, I mean, your dad has donated a lot of money to this institution. Million. Mm-hmm. A lot of money. to the, And has his own curriculum. And him and Jimmy, Jimmy Ivan have their own program there as well. Exactly. So it's like, I mean... If she didn't get in, I'd be mad. So, <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you be mad if you spent like seventy million dollars on a program for your for um for a school, and you also have all your curriculum coming out? Like, you know, you have so much going on mm. business wise with that school, and your own spawn didn't get in. Like, it just wouldn't make sense if she didn't get in. You feel me? And even though he didn't sit down like with the president, <coughs> oh my bad. Although he didn't sit down with the president of the university and, like, be like, hey, so, like, I could buy you and your wife, like, you know, a yacht. Mm. And then in exchange, you know, get my daughter in. Like, he may, he, he probably didn't do any underhanded shit. But, like, right. there's still some clout there. Like, you yeah, know, he's put a lot of money into the institution. So the institution was like, okay, well, we're going to foster the mind of your child here. Exactly. She may not have had a 4.0 in school. She may not have done all that some other students had to do to get in. But... There's privilege there. That's all what this world works around is privilege. She's privileged. And exactly. <laughs> that's at the end of the day. It's part of the reason right. why she's there. At the end of the day, she's all. privileged. Mm-hmm. Right. But you got to acknowledge that it's part of it. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's the only reason she got in. But it definitely plays a part in one of the, it plays a factor in one of the reasons she got into the school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From that, we all slip slide into Solange. She has been applying pressure all week on her Instagram store. She's been having a blast because she's on vacation. Well, is everyday vacation for celebrities? I've always wondered nah, that. Nah. Like, <laughs> no. Is everyday kind of like a vacation? Because they can really do whatever they want to do <laughs> in the day? I don't think so. No. 
I feel like you have to work really hard and then vacation really hard. Like, I feel like her whole entire yeah. project with her visuals and her working in the studio all the time and not really getting sleep and not getting mm-hmm. rest and just really working on all the elements for this project will drain you. And then whenever it finally yeah. comes out, it's like, whew, okay, I'm going on vacation. Like, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. I'm about to vacation for a couple of weeks. You know, you have the luxury of vacationing for longer than someone else would. So, right. like, yeah. say if yeah. I was out here working on a project for my job and I had like to do a whole 30 minute presentation to the board on something and it passed and I was like, okay, I'm taking a week off. I can only take a week off. Like I can't, yeah. right. I can't be like, I'm going to take a couple weeks off. I'm going to go to the Bahamas, Rome, Italy. Right. I'm going to bring up my friends with me. And like, you know, it's not going to be that kind of situation, but I do feel like there's a privilege whenever you're a celebrity of, okay, I'm going on vacation and I'm going on vacation, <laughs> vacation. <laughs> About to do my damn thing. Vacation, right. vacation. So she's been applying pressure. Yeah, she's been applying pressure. She's obviously having a wonderful time wherever she is. Apparently, she was in Venice today. Okay. Like California Venice, right? Not like Italy Venice. Yeah, she was. She was in California Venice. She was in like California Venice. She was. And where were we? <laughs> Not there. Not in Venice, in LA. Anyway, but she, she's she been just like really enjoying herself, living life. She's been dancing around in her little... um. Her little bikinis. Bodysuits. Her her bodysuits. Her cowboy out. boots. Her um her little yeah, her cowboy hat and mm-hmm. everything. The ca- the boots, the bodysuit, the hat, the crystals, the beautiful hair, the f- barely there makeup. Okay. Barely there clothes. She just been living Glowing. her life. I wanna glow like I will glow like that. We will okay. glow. We will glow <laughs> like, like that. that. Sooner soon. than later. Very soon. Amen. So we just want to give it up to Solange because she was uh, answering a lot of questions about the album yeah. on her Twitter uh, a few days ago. And she was saying that, um, you know, she went through like a very, very hard time through uh, the course of creating this album. Her body took a lot of things from her. And she said that she'll tell us exactly like what happened. Not now, but she will eventually. Mm-hmm. And... You know, she's just grateful that she made it through all of that and that she was able to give us this art. And, yeah, keep applying pressure, Solange. We happy that you're happy and that you're healthy and that you're living life. And that we love you. And we love you, girl. And I will. I keep forgetting and then I keep remembering that I'm going to see her at Coachella this year. And I'm just so excited. Yeah, you are going to Coachella this year. Yes, I'm so incredibly excited. I can't wait. So I can have pressure applied to me in person. Amen. Exciting. I love it. Mm. And from there, we're going to um, kind of go into something that just happened about a day or two ago. Um, I woke up today ago. and saw that shit. Right. It, it started yesterday. Uh, I started seeing the stuff yesterday or the day before yesterday, something like that. But anyway, we have a new hashtag Surviving Cardi B. Um, So, Cardi B was on, I, th- I guess, on her live. Um, and she was kind of like getting emotional because I guess people ha- people were saying that, you know, she doesn't deserve um, like where she is or to be as successful as she is and stuff like that. So she was getting really emotional and was kind of like, you guys don't know what I had to do to, you know, to to um, to get where I am today. I had to do a lot of things, you know, um, like I used to strip, you know, like 
as we all know, you know, she's like, I used to strip and, you know, I used to have guys that used to be like, oh, like, um, like, like they will want to have sex with me. So I'd be like, yeah, okay, okay, fine. You want to have sex with me? Okay. And they would go to a hotel room or a motel room, whatever. And she would like drug the dudes up and then she would rob them basically. Mm -hmm. And she was like, she's like, that was how, like, that was how, you know, she was surviving and getting by and, you know, stuff like that. And so some people on Twitter were kind of, you know, sticking up for her. And then the other side of Twitter was saying, like, that's ridiculous. You know, if this is a man saying right. that, that he uh, that he was drugging girls and robbing them, y'all would have a fit. Y'all be trying to energy. cancel. Y'all mm-hmm. need to keep that same energy and stuff like that. So how do you guys feel about that? Oh, I think it's fucked up because... Yes, if it was a guy, like, we would be, like, there would be an outrage. They'd be like, oh, like, what the fuck? You drug girls and you steal from them and blah, blah, blah. And it would be fucked up. And it should be just as fucked up that she's doing it because it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's different is that she's a woman. Mm-hmm. But it's still the same, like, the same shit. Yeah. I feel like it's fucked up. Yeah. Just talk some fucked up shit. Yeah, that's and what I, I feel like it'd be a little yeah. bit different. I mean, it's weird to put this in this predicament. I feel like it'd be, it, it would be or would have been a little bit different if she had, like, a kid, maybe. I'm um, like, had a family to necessarily provide for beside herself. Like, granted, she was like, oh, like, I'm doing this because, like, it's not just for me. Like, I have a mouth to feed and I have this. But then it's like, okay, this is for you and for your mouth to feed and for you to survive. But, like, people aren't just going to take that and, like, be as kind towards it. Whereas if she was, like, oh, like, yeah, I did this. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I could say my child ate. I could say that, 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 that like, you know, this is for the well-being of someone right. else. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was solely, like, so personal, like, on, well, I just did this for me because wasn't nobody going to do for me but me. So I just had to, like, you know, it makes it sound very, like, selfish and not mm-hmm. selfless. And I feel like that's what kind of teeters the line of like uh, so yeah. i do feel like it is fucked up um um it's i feel like we're a little bit more sentimental and emotional towards cardi just because we've seen her and her journey and Probably. like where she's come from as we have seen everyone else though yeah. so we can't even blame it on that but yeah. it, i think it really is just kind of sort of a gender thing and how we see women versus how mm-hmm. we see men and how we are so quick to vilify men on doing something like this. But whenever it comes to women, especially women who we've seen succeed um, in this music industry, like it's a little bit harder for us to process slash comprehend slash keep that same energy for. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's a little, yeah. I feel like it's bad. But it, I mean, it is bad. And I was thinking to myself this morning, I was like, what, like you as like, her like publicist i guess like her like how do you <laughs> rectify what she said mm-hmm. i don't know that's not my job at this point so <laughs> i wouldn't know i mean i took a couple crisis co- uh, communication classes and so i know what it's like when something crazy happens you're like no how really? do i yeah. fix this <laughs> oh my god and you gotta think fast you gotta think fast <laughs> so they pre- i mean i feel like yes it is messed up and at the same time, I feel like I thought this is something that we already knew was happening. Like when it comes to like the world of like stripping or like 
mm-hmm. prostitution. Yeah. Like I thought we already knew that this was going on. This isn't something new. And this is no, something that they're not. making a movie off of. Let's let's, yeah. let's be clear. I right. mean, granted, and the drugging piece may not be in the movie, right? But they're making a whole movie off of like escort slash yeah. strippers coming up on the men that solicit them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm not saying like, oh, it's okay because she was stripping and that's just how the world is. Like, I'm not saying that. Yes, it's wrong. But I'm also saying at the same time, it's not like that is uncommon in like the world that she used to be a part of. Yeah. It's very common. So mm. do do what you may. <laughs> With what we've given. Do do what you want to do. If you want to keep listening to her, supporting her, whatever. If I will. If you didn't before, then I guess you have no, <laughs> you, you don't care which way or the other. But if you do, then I guess if you really want to think about it, you can or you can't support her. I mean, I'll still, I'll still support her. Mm. To me, it's as long as like no one died, and like I'm guessing no one, <laughs> no one died. So I feel like an apology does need to be issued. Though, but on definitely, her she, she, yeah, she definitely has to mm-hmm, come behind that and give like a uh, an apology. Because if she comes out mm-hmm. here with that whole entire. I did it for me, you know, like I did it for yeah. like, you know, it's going to be like, okay, we get it. Like it's kind of selfish and it's still not right. It doesn't make it right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are so, and people will always bring up, there are so many other options and so many roads to of go course. on. And there's not just that one thing. And you chose that one thing yeah, to course. drug men and to rob them and to steal from them as mm-hmm. if that was okay. Cause you would not want that happening to you, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, a, and um, it's a little bit easier for her to be like, okay, well, like, I could swing this because I am a woman. And, like, come on now. If this big-ass nigga goes to police and say, oh, I got robbed and drugged by somebody, by a woman, by a stripper. Okay, well, that's on you. Like, you know, they, they, they'll they brush men off so right, quick. Yeah. They will brush Especially men. Especially if you come in there and say a stripper did it. They're going to be like, First, oh, yeah, exactly. So you did that like, yourself. men are yeah, so afraid. They're so Men are so afraid and so prideful, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To kind of, they wouldn't even, like, want to go into a police station mm-hmm. so if a man even had the courage to go into a police station yeah. and say something they would be like bruh they're, they're you gonna, got got yeah they're, they're gonna like just get laughed at and like brushed off and they don't want to deal with that so they rather just like take right. that shame and let it be private to themselves and themselves only and mm-hmm. keep it pushing it ain't which right. that sucks too you know cause now you're angry right an angry black man mm-hmm. who don't trust black women mm. or, or women sh- in general or just stripping right yeah. Or women in general. Yeah. Or just strippers. <laughs> or just I love strippers. It. You know. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and move on to the Gusta Wind segment. Whoosh. Mm. Whoosh. <laughs> we're going to start it off with Jesse Smollett. Because Jesse Smollett got all charges dropped on him today, Expunged. baby. Expunged. Expunged completely. <laughs> um, and the case is sealed. Yep. So sealed. we won't be getting anything. Mm-mm. Nothing. No We're seeing that one thing. Because we all know it's a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so many. Um, so I'm going to give some comments on this. You Go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to give comments. I mean, I watched a little bit of Jesse's statement, you know, basically saying, like, you know, I was the victim, and I'm happy that the courts recognized that, and, you know, mm-hmm. I continue to be the great, outstanding, and upstanding citizen, and I do so much for charity, and this is, and then I saw the whole entire speech that he gave, and I saw the speech that the Chicago mayor gave, and calling it a whitewash of justice, and basically saying that there's a lot of um, ins and outs that we don't know about the case that we'll never know because the case is sealed, and um, 
how he did receive special treatment because he's a celebrity and how the courts and the judicial system have not, like, you know, served correctly in this and how the police department, the Chicago PD um, police department, isn't to blame and put all their money behind it. And he just feels very, like, hurt. Sounds so (laughs) ironic. He's just so (laughs) hurt. And all I can say is, well, be hurt. Because just be hurt (laughs) because I just feel like there are so many black families who hurt from the police system that the fact Mm. that the police took one hit right now was like almost a aha, like you know, Mm. haha on you. Didn't work this time, or you know. And if y'all seen that press conference, Mm -hmm. I mean, they were press going in. They were like, oh, my gosh. At like, one point, homeboy was like, don't interrupt me during my summer sermon. I was like, oh, right. wow, sermon. Yes, he said during my sermon. Oh, yeah, sir, church. You are the Chicago mayor. <laughs> what sermon? <laughs> they were, I mean, pressed. They was up there saying, period. Right. <laughs> the, right. the, 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 bla- well, was the black like, police like, chief Like the or sergeant something? or something? Yeah, the he was like, period. 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 Like, they I just were upset. pissed. I just wish off. we could have seen something from. I would. I would have loved to see this case on TV, but they was mm. not about to let that happen. No, no. they weren't. Ugh. But you know, a case will be on TV. The R. Kelly case, and I will be watching. I'll be watching as well. Mm. Tuned in, baby. But yes, you go, gay Tupac. We're glad you got <laughs> off. <laughs> Why would? And we're gonna leave that at that. Okay, let the justice and do what they do and do what they please. I have comments, but I'm going to keep them to myself. Mm-hmm. Because what's the point anymore? You know, was he telling the truth? Does it really matter? It's sealed. It's, <laughs> sealed. it's sealed anyway, so we point, won't. Know. I'm not gonna tell him that he wasn't telling the truth, but it I was just problems on both ends. on both mm-hmm. ends exactly. Like I can't even. I just know that there was right. issues on mm-hmm. both ends, the Chicago mm-hmm. PD's end and his end. So both ends were just fucked up. And that's why this case is probably like, you know what? Exactly. This is an embarrassment. Like, this is just, just get out of here. <laughs> it was Throw it mess. out and seal it yeah, and never like, reveal no, it. This is a mess. Burn it. Exactly. <laughs> like, get out of here. Bye. Mm. Well, next I have on the list, Tiffany Haddish and Netflix are teaming up to produce a stand-up comedy show for up-and-coming comedians. Oh, okay. Tiff and Netflix are working together to develop a show. Tiff? Tiff. Oh. Okay. They're 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 working together to develop a show for up and coming comedians. What do you guys think? That's good. So it's gonna be like Def Jam? Like yeah. the Def Jam thing? Or is it gonna be like Kings of Comedy? Well, Kings, no, of, Kings of, of Comedy, comedy. was no, more like top people. Yeah, yeah. They, they were already established. Yeah. So it's common. gonna be like like Def Jam. Yeah, yeah, this will be like Def Jam. I'm interested. I am too. Yeah. Will Tiffany be telling jokes? You know what? I would hope not. I, I would hope be I, you know what? I hope we keep it on the up and coming people because I do not <laughs> want to see her. Maybe she's good with the short set. Maybe she'll just be like an MC. Okay. You know, she'll just MC. The she'll show. open up like the first episode and then that's it. Oh. Maybe that. Maybe. Mm. I do love the opportunity they're giving. I feel like comedy is kind of in a weird mm. space where like it it's is. kind of losing no one really cares about it yeah it's losing it's, it's like a, it's i don't even want to call it a dying art because it's not a dying art it's just a lot more comedians 
comedians and air quotes are coming from social media. Like they're exactly. really pushing social media. Like a lot of these kids that we see on Wild and Out, a lot of these kids that we see on these different sketch shows are all from like their Vine. Instagram, Vine, and being in the car and saying jokes and doing little skits. But like stand up comedy is an art. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of them can't do it. Exactly. A lot of them are good with like a nice little okay, like I'm a stand, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna make a video, I'm good at making right. short thirty it's, seconds or less clips, but exactly. they can't stand on the stage. That's easy, you know. Thirty seconds, you could anybody can make something quick in thirty right. seconds, and if it's funny, it's funny. If it ain't, it ain't. But I know what it is in thirty seconds, and then it's over. Mm-hmm. But stand up comedy, you got to do like a whole. It's what, a are, art. what are sets usually like? Fifteen minutes. Fifteen, 10 minutes? twenty. It depends. You can go as long as you want to. I mean, if you're a professional, you can go for an hour. Yeah, if you're of good. course. Yeah, and exactly. And imagine when you're a professional, you have to go for like an hour mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and entertain the whole crowd. And you got to work off the crowd and work like you have jokes. Mm-hmm. Like you have your solid jokes that you know, or like your punch jokes. But then you're working off the story. The audience. You have to, you have to create. Uh-huh stories to, re- to relate to the audience have yeah. them get super involved in the story and then bam you hit them with a joke and then ha, 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 hit the person in the front row with something notice something about the weather something that something. changed in the day something that happened in the news you got to stay current mm-hmm. on everything yep because exactly. you want to come to a show you don't want to come to a show mm-hmm. and it'd be like a tyler perry play and it's like just scripted from beginning to end the same words the same this the same that like you know you want to make sure you yeah. change it up and and make it so that each audience feels welcome and it feels like mm-hmm. it's second nature and are like cracking up at all the jokes you're giving because they're so mm-hmm. on point and specific to the community and the audience that you're delivering them to. So that is going to be very interesting. I'll, I mean, I'll watch. I will too. I, I like standups. So I think I'll it's dope. definitely be watching. It'll be interesting to see because I'm sure it'll be live. You so think so? On Netflix? I would no, I mean like the shows will be live. Oh, it won't yeah. just be like, oh, I'm. Oh, it won't be like they're behind the camera yeah, and they're gonna say some jokes to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm sure like, it'll be like live shows that they probably maybe they'll even have it at like different places like around the U.S. or something like that. That'd be cute, a little That'd tour. Be cool. Like you can go to L.A. to New York to yeah, Atlanta yeah. and like they have different people from those different places. Yeah, come out and show like show their stuff. I think that'd be cool. I'm for it. I'm here. Because there was a time where comedy was like pop and like kings and queens and how many times like comedy was on the ball. I kind of missed that time. Like stand up comedy was how you, you know, got on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you would come to school like the next, the next day or the next week telling like all the jokes. Like, ha ha ha. Yeah. Did you see when they said like, you know. And now it's like, did you see that Beast of Moan thing? Did you see that? Right. Just domestic. <laughs> right. Ugh, she's a mess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I'm looking forward to the show. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see the comedians that are featured on it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for what it has to bring. And I'm, I, and I'm excited that a black woman is in production with it as well. I can say that. Yeah. She It'll may not be, be the funniest. Stand up comedy, but you know, she does the damn thing, right? Or in movies, but okay, you're right. Mm-hmm. Speaking of movies, we movie. got movie time. Woo! Um, I'm gonna give some quick comments because I went to go see Madea. I know, boo. Ugh. Did anybody else here go see Madea? No, I'm not <laughs> that 
We have to go take my grandma to see it because she would be very upset if we let it pass and we didn't take her. Okay, why cannot wait for you to see it? It's terrible. Great. It is terrible. Awesome. But it's terrible (laughs) to the point where it's funny because it's so bad. And I'm (laughs) just like you're laughing. Like I can't believe it's this. Yeah. Right. Laughing because acting wise, (laughs) writing wise, joke wise, everything is tired. I mean, the movie is just tired. (laughs) I mean, take a nap, sweetie. Like I just feel like it's. That's sad. At least it was the last one. But leaving Madea, but even I guess that's why he was getting rid of it. Even like that though, leaving Madea as this being her like farewell movie is just so disrespectful to me with Tyler Perry. Like I feel like you have such an empire and you have a lot and you have all this money and like you just had off of Madea. Okay, like you have so much money to like actually make a great Madea film that could be timeless. That could have mm-hmm. amazing actors and actresses in it and really be a feel good family movie while still being funny and like just you know bringing it to the table like you used to bring. And you do this. Right. And you brought this <laughs> shit. I mean, you must have really been tired of the damn bitch because you did not even give her the respect of a good send off. He did say that. He basically said exactly that. He was tired of her. Yeah. There was no sense in making the movie. Then. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I just would would have had him rather just leave it at that. Like, just leave it before the movie and just let it die and let it be. Because it wasn't, it wasn't good at all. But me and my friend got a good laugh out of it. Because it was just, like, that terrible. terrible. <laughs> it's just trash. Complete, <laughs> Complete trash. trash. And now, mm-hmm. we're going to move on to... Dum, 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 dum. Watch yourself. They look like us. Dramatic. We all saw us. I'm hunting We all saw it on different days. We didn't get to see it together. No. Well, oh, we saw it on the same day. We both saw it on the same day. But um, different but places. Frenchie saw it on I Saturday. I seen it on Saturday. I saw yeah. it on Sunday. I saw it on Sunday as well. Mm-hmm. Different places, but yes, we all Let's, saw it. Can we talk about it but not give spoilers because people that are listening may not have watched it yet. Yeah. Even by the time Fuck this yeah. episode I'm just kidding. goes up, <laughs> yeah. by the time this episode but goes up, it will have been out for a week. And we're not saying you had to have seen it. But you in should. the first week, but we're just saying. If you didn't see it in the first week, that's an issue. You need to go see the movie. First, I'd like to ask, if you have seen the movie, and we three have, did you understand it? Right. Right after you got out? Or did you understand it, like, in the midst of you still watching it? Mm. Right. Because I understood it. Like, Email us. Let us know. Email us at, at um theblackumbrellapc at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast and like DM us or like at us. Leave a comment on the on our tweets or on our Instagram posts and let us know. Like, did you understand it? What did you get from the movie? Like, what? How did you feel about it when you left the theater? Right. Because I felt. I had a whole deep conversation about it with the person I went with, just mm-hmm. like about how I felt. Okay, so let's start with what was your initial reaction? Because I watched a reaction, not a reaction video, but Insider did like a little special on us and like 
hidden meeting behind it and talking to the actors and the mm-hmm. director and like really gave me a clear, you know, view of necessarily what it stood for. But what was the initial reaction that each one of you got from the movie whenever it ended? Um, Frenchie? Well, I went to go see the movie with a friend of mine. And we went to go see it at the Crenshaw Mall. So, you know, it was a lot of black people. It was a lot of black people. And, um... (laughs) When you're in a movie like that and you're seeing <laughs> it with a lot of people that Niggas. look like you, specifically it's black always a people, good time. it's always a good time. <laughs> like everything that's supposed to be serious is funny. Mm-hmm. Like you know, people were making jokes, and it was a, it was a good time. I enjoyed myself. When I left, I didn't get the chance to have like a deep conversation about it with the person that I went with, but we were kind of like texting each other back and forth like after we left the um the mm-hmm. movies and like got home and stuff like we were texting about it. he sent me like a whole video about it um but my reaction when i left i was like i need to see it again okay. that was my initial reaction like okay i need to see this again like because huh oh what i feel you what happened and then especially like when i seen the ending I was kind of like, okay, I kind of saw that coming about like <laughs> 10 minutes ago because the way homegirl was laughing at a certain point, I was like, why is she laughing so excessively? Mm-hmm. That seems kind of strange. So good. Hmm. So it kind it made sense on the end. But um, yeah, I definitely have to see it again. Who wants to go see it with me? Somebody, please. Me. Me. Do y'all want to come see it with me and Nika? Let us know. Yes. Use the hashtag. Use the what? What did I just say? You said use the hashtag. You were right. You were right. right. I thought I said it wrong. No. Use the hashtag TPU Podcast. Or you can, you know, like I said, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Email us. You want to cash up us the money and then you just meet us there. You know, whatever you want to do, City Girls. Um, <laughs> City Girls. Nika, what do you think about <laughs> the movie? <laughs> I loved it. I understood it. And I I think it's because I watch a lot of I watch a lot of psychological thrillers and a lot of like horror movies. So I I love them and I always like with movies, I don't know why since I watched the movie I feel like I watch so many movies, like sometimes it's easy for me to like catch on to like certain things or or when I go into a movie that I know is going to be a psychological thriller, I I basically tell myself, okay, you need to you pay attention. Right, you need to pay attention to every single mm-hmm. detail. So I was sitting mm-hmm. there like, okay, boom, boom, boom. And I was catching like references he made in the movie to other classic horror films. So I okay. like, so like the horror fanatic in me was just like, yes, yes, Jordan. Mm. Like mm. it was, I just thought that it was like amazing and I need to see it again. But like after seeing it, I asked somebody I knew like, oh, okay, like what did you think about it and stuff? And then they were saying stuff and I was like, oh, okay. So I was like explaining stuff to them and everything. Cause I didn't mind. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought that me explaining it 
was similar to when you're teaching someone like yeah. math or something like yeah. you start to notice more stuff that you didn't mm-hmm. notice before like when you first and then you're like oh wait oh yeah and then this happened because you're explaining it to somebody exactly. else so then more things pop in your head and that's what was happening to me so then I started to understand the movie more and then I started doing like research on like all the Ooh. easter eggs in the movie because I just I loved it I loved it so much and I'd see it again. It was similar to me watching Get Out, which was also directed by right. Jordan Pill. Because I saw Get Out was it shit ton of times. Three times no, I think I okay, I saw Get Out three times. It could be five times. But I know for certain I did see it three times, but it's possible I saw it five. I saw um, it so many times. Yeah. <laughs> I seen it so many times. I saw it opening night, the day after, mm-hmm. and then I seen it with you guys at the underground museum. Oh yeah, then at the under- we saw oh, it at the underground man. museum. Yeah, so yeah, I think I I think I saw Get Out about five times. Yes, it it's just such a great. What do you think? Like, if you had to say, like, okay, which one did you like more? Did you like Get Out more? Or did you like Us more? I personally like Get Out more. I think it had a lot. I think it had a lot more umph to it than us did, because us was just for me. It was just missing like the jump scare, the big like yeah. boom. Well, that's because it wasn't supposed to be a jump scare. It was supposed True. to be. It was supposed to. It was supposed to scare you in a sense where it made you think like, okay, like what 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 what's going on? What's yeah. going on? What's True. going on? It was, it was supposed to, to be yeah. It was me. supposed to, yeah. It, yeah. It was supposed to be a psychological scare. Like, Get Out was like uh, it was kind. Of, was get like Out a, was, was kind like of a, a jump scare. scare. Right. Yeah, that was a yeah exactly. It was a real life scare, and us was although it was a psychological scare, it could be a real life scare too if you want to make yeah, it that way. Like if you look said. deep into yeah, it. Yeah, if you look, li- if we're you want to. Americans. Yeah, we're Americans. That yeah, that's, 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 that's the only thing I'm gonna say. I don't right. spoil it. No. No. Yeah. Go see it. You'll see it. We'll and if you it. don't understand it, I'll be happy to explain because I've explained it about 10 times. I already. tried. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> whenever I finished the movie, I basically, no, without seeing any, like, little reviews on what the movie was about. Right. Or right. Like, right. Without seeing Without anything. seeing any of that, I wanted okay. to make my own kind of, you know, mm-hmm. something like, you know, my, my own little opinion on what I thought it meant. And I was being so extra. <laughs> I was like talking to the guy and I was like, you know, um, we all have shadows and our shadows, (laughs) (laughs) our shadows house like, you know, are always cast upon us and they're always on the ground and Mm -hmm. they're always dark and they're always like kind of things that we want to push away to the side that we don't want to deal with. So whether it be your fear, your pains, like what you go through that I was literally going so in (laughs) on the personal aspect and what it meant to me and find and like watching videos and reviews of it and seeing like how different it was made me appreciate the opinion I had because it as a creative like you know you are going to have a different opinion on things and may not it doesn't have to be necessarily what the world says it's going to be granted i see you know like i see the food chain aspect and the social class and Mm -hmm. like just the inequality and capitalism that goes on within it that makes it you know valid but i also have my own personal like experience on like what i think it means or what i think it's going to be so 
I just feel like the movie, um, it was a good movie. It was a good movie overall. Like, I didn't not like it. Mm-hmm. It was a little confusing toward the ending, but it wasn't, like, something that I couldn't grasp. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, anyway, after us, Under Our Umbrella, what do you want to talk about? We have a couple different things, and we have some time to talk about them. We we're time. doing good. Well, we're, we're doing, doing good. good. Okay, yeah. you see? we got time. Um, we want to talk about? Are we just gonna go in order? Then? Mm. Are we can. Jumping. I mean, okay. I think I want to do. Okay. Right. Drivers and rules. Just like a man. Trying to pick things for the women. Hush. I hate slavery. <laughs> I hate this slavery. This is not a sexist thing. <laughs> Everything has to be sexist. Down, down um, with the patriarchy. <laughs> I want, cause I know which one I want to end on. Okay. Okay. So start with dri- drivers. Drivers. Hmm. Um. <laughs> a listener. <laughs> okay, so a listener said, "Y'all damn drivers need to get it together when she is on the road because y'all know how to drive, and she's through with it. She's over y'all it." I want to know I can drive though. Right, which is I but was you having know what? this conversation yeah, with someone. They were like, people in LA can't drive, and I said, I think it's more inconsiderate driving than not being able to yeah. drive. And he was like, that's the same thing. I said, oh. it was someone from out of state. <laughs> someone from out of state. Okay, so yes. I had this conversation See? with someone from. Uh, I have I've had multiple friends come. Mm-hmm. this past like just in general whenever they come to LA and they come visit and they see how I drive as was how people drive on the freeways here mm-hmm. they're like what the fuck <laughs> how do you guys like I'd be afraid to drive out here and it's like why why are you afraid like it's right. cool because <laughs> I guess we grew up with it but I guess it's seen as like crazy driving mm-hmm. I just didn't think it was that crazy I thought it was normal I think it is crazy and I live here my whole life but I mean, that but, it's, but the but crazy to, is our normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but the crazy is like our normal. So I just like like I can see things and anticipate, and I'll be like, mm, right, they finna get over anything. Exactly. Just, <laughs> like, it's yeah. that anticipation, but it's always that like we're on holds. Like we kind of have that like mm-hmm. presumptuous. Like that's an that's an anticipation that we always have in the back of our mind yeah. of something happening, which every good driver should have. Yeah. But some people just drive to be like. I'm in the moment, and this is now, right. and like and I'm, not die, die, about, die, I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about who's behind me. I'm not worried about right. who's in front of me. I'm just in my mm-hmm. damn car, and I'm going straight. Cause like I was driving up Beverly the, like a few days ago, mm-hmm. and Beverly, yeah, Beverly, Beverly, okay. Beverly. okay. What was you doing in Beverly? Beverly a few days ago, and this person was literally like doing maybe like fifty-five, sixty on the street. This is a street, mm-hmm. and they're like. <laughs> Swerving in between car to car to car to car. Was it a nice car? Not really. I was going to say, it's always that motherfuckers who try yeah. to be. Yeah, not, not, not really. Shit. Not mm-hmm. really. Um, it was the Altima? <laughs> no, it was like a Jeep or something, I think. Oh. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Okay. So they're swerving like from lane to lane, and we're just looking at the person like, as we're driving like, mm. Washington catches red light. Yep. Did right? they catch it? And they always They do. caught it. And we we, <laughs> we, up, all. we ended up getting through the light because we were like, let's get from behind this person or let's just like get over. And y'all we be easing over. through that light. Too. Mm-hmm. We got over and then we just cruised right on through the light while they got stuck at the red. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Impatience. Someone almost hit me today. Oh. Mm. I was driving over here right at the, um, right there before like you turn up our, Right before you turn up here mm-hmm. to get into this little neighborhood, 
I was in Little Turner Lane. It was red. And it was about to, I mean, it was yellow about to turn red. So I'm like, okay, no one's coming. So I start to turn. And the person that was like in the turning lane, but like was at the end of the line, yeah. decides to I don't want to turn anymore <laughs> and swerves out of the turning lane and goes straight and almost hits me. It was a white man. It was an all white man oh, in his like little truck. And I was like, white man. Are you serious? And he's like, put, put like the little hand up, like, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. No, get that's out of my, my life. You realize that I could have just been dead right now because of you, right? Because yeah, you're the way last minute thinking, yeah, like your no last facts. minute thinking. He really sped through, mind you. At this point, the light was basically red, so mm. you about to run a red and hit me and knock my whole front of my car. Just off? fuck my life up, just because I just don't deserve a discombobulation. I deserve. Exactly. <laughs> well, on that note, I want to move to role reversal. So, Frenchie. Yeah. Bring it on down. Okay. Bring it on down. So, when it comes to role reversal, this listener wanted us to talk about, obviously, you have, like, the traditional um view of, like, the woman stays home and takes care of the kids, and then the man goes to work. But what if, like, the role was reversed? Because, you know, more women are getting more into, I mean... More women are deciding to like maybe like have children later in life because they're so you know we're more we're more focused on our careers now and things like that. So what would it be like if like the man was staying home with the kids and the woman was working mm. her career her dream? I mean, it'd be different. Like how? Um, the best comparison I could have to this right now would be I'm watching this show on Netflix called Working Moms. And one of the moms isn't working mom. Clearly, all of them are. But um, she, like, does, like, <laughs> I know it's the, sh- the title of the show is Working Mom, so they all work. But one mom in particular has, like, she's, like, on a corporate level with, like, all these high, like, you know, men, particularly white men and, like, maybe, like, one man of color. But she's on this team. I think it's, like, a marketing team or something in that nature. And she works for this corporate business. And her husband stays at home and takes care of the kid. They have one kid. Mm-hmm. And um, in the show, she, like, gets an opportunity to go to a different place. I believe it's, like, it's a different country. Not, oh, like, wow. not like a different state. Like, she gets the opportunity to go to a different country. Wow. And work for three months. But it's, like, she'll be out there working for three months. And she has a baby. Like, a newborn baby. Not even a year old. Mm-hmm. Dang. I know. And the husband told her prior to her applying for the job mm-hmm. or I told her basically she shouldn't consider it like she just had a baby mm-hmm. and like she needs to be home with her kid and she already doesn't spend enough time with her kid and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And basically coming down, it came down to her making a decision on, OK, like, what should I do? Mm-hmm. Should I listen to my husband and do what he says and like stay home and really develop a relationship with my kid or should I go and do what I want to do mm-hmm. as far as work is concerned? And like, you know, I'm in a company that's dominated by males and to be a you know a woman and stand out in that company and you know my work ethic shows it's i've been waiting for this opportunity for the whole entire time at this company so let me let me be great basically is what she's saying Mm -hmm. and at first she thinks okay no i'm not gonna take it i should stay home but then she's egged on by the guys at her job like Oh, so you're not going like, you know, you're not going to compete. You're not going to take it. And like Mm -hmm. she takes that as a challenge and she likes it. So she decides to 
go on without telling her husband Oh, that exactly. How, how you not Damn. Damn. She tries to she decides to go on and be in the running for this position without telling her husband that she is. Mm. And she ends up getting the job. Oh, wow. and now she actually has to tell him. But not only does she have to tell him, she has to tell him. And then like not Leave? only telling him I'm in the running, but like I'm leaving. I already got it and I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Right. And just imagine Divorce. how he feels. But Are then, you serious? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I will say, <laughs> think about that from a male's perspective. On There are women who deal with this all the time. Because a man can stay at work. That's the difference in this. Like, you know, a man can, yeah. while the woman is pregnant and, like, you know, while whenever she has a baby or whenever she's first had the baby and, like, you know, she's spending time at home and, you know, nursing and, like, kind of sort of getting acclimated to life as a woman, a man can still go to work and still, like, you know, act as if, yeah, I had a baby, but, like, I'm still able to do my job and do it effectively. And yeah. if he told her, like, for instance, if he would, if the roles had been reversed mm-hmm. and he would have told her, I'm leaving – would she be? I mean, of course she would want him to stay. Divorce. But Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> she would want him to stay. <laughs> but I feel like society would view it differently. Like, well, he's a man. He didn't just have a baby. Like, you know, he hasn't been away from the office for so long as you have. Like, you know, I feel like there'll be a different exceptions that they try to, which is sexist. It is. I feel mm-hmm. like we should stop looking at it as like, oh, well, the woman just had a baby. He mm-hmm. just had a baby too. <laughs> right. He didn't push it out, but he just had mm-hmm. a baby, just like she just had a baby. So y'all both need to be home with the baby, or y'all both need to travel with, with the, the baby. baby. Mm-hmm. Or else, you know what? The grandma was the baby, <laughs> or the grandma was the baby. <laughs> and y'all both end up leaving the grandma with mm-hmm. the baby, exactly, to take care of the baby. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, my view on that is. If the man were to stay home with the kids and the wife were to work, there would still be that whole entire view of like there being specific social roles. Yeah. That like social norms that the wife must, you know, or feels guilty. There would be like a sense of guilt on women Mm -hmm. because they're not fulfilling. Like even in the show, she kind of felt like like a sense of guilt. I'm not home with my baby. I'm not breastfeeding Mm -hmm. them. I'm not like watching them take their first step or say their first word or use the potty for the first time. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my god, I feel so bad. Mm -hmm. It's a bit more guilt there. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel, Nika? Um, I feel as though both situations would kind of be the same like you said like with the Mm -hmm. whole like staying home and all that stuff and yes of course if the woman had the baby then the man had the baby too because they both played a role when it came to sex Mm -hmm. because that's how sex works (laughs) (laughs) you both participate and you both have a child unless you got like artificial insemination or Mm. a surrogate but either way you still have the baby so i just feel like you both need to take equal parts in your parenting. No yeah. one person should be carrying all that weight on their back. You can't carry your whole um, family by yourself. Mm-hmm. And then the other parent shouldn't be expecting you to do everything. Like There has to be some type of balance mm-hmm. within the relationship. And you can't just expect, oh, 
oh, because she's a woman, she needs to do this. I know she just had a baby, but she needs to get up and change the diaper, and she needs to. Yeah. There has to be balance, because you're both going to be tired. <laughs> Babies don't sleep. They cry all night, and you're yeah. going to have to get up, and you're going to have to give them food and get them back to sleep, or else you're not going to get any sleep at all. And that's what usually happens, and that should just be a balanced thing, because you're both parents in this mm-hmm. you can't just put everything on the other person's back amen i also have a question hmm. what about women who necessarily would want their man to like step up and be more of a breadwoner winner up. like for instance that the woman is the breadwinner in the relationship mm-hmm. and there is a man who is a stay-at-home dad but he's a stay-at-home dad because he's a creative so like he does okay. like he's a writer he like is an artist and he paints and like you know like imagine if you're in a situation where <laughs> you're working for a corporate company and right. like you're making all this all these dollars and you're bringing home the bacon right. and like you're supporting your man in his craft and you realize like you can't like you're stuck where you're at like you're providing for the family like there's no like you don't have a choice you can't be like you know what i'm gonna stop working and i'm gonna do this like you Mm -hmm. know you don't have that choice like it is your sole duty and obligation to provide for your family while your man pursues his dreams and hopefully they take off and you guys can both be breadwinning together but for now you're the breadwinner. You're the, okay. How would you feel to when it comes to women and kind of having an expectation like, can you, can you get a side job? Like, can you step up? Can you do like what? What would you feel as a woman whenever if your man was in a position of like mm-hmm. your man's a creative and he's an artist and like you want to support him and love him, but at the same time you're like, these bills are a lot on just me <laughs> and like right. I we have a family now and I would love it if you know grew up a little bit, but. Yeah, you know, like, if you've been doing it for a while and you notice that things aren't really (laughs) moving how you would like them to move, and you see that, like, it's just me bringing everything home, I would hope that you as a man would be like, okay, I see she's really caring, like, a lot. Let me try to find, like, even if it's just something, like, part-time, Mm. Or whatever. Let me try to find something and do something so that I can bring in, like, you know, something so I can help her out. Mm-hmm. Or I might have to just tell you, look, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Like, Get have you seen, together. like, what's happening in this house? We got a family now and stuff right. like that. And it's just me supporting and it's getting hard on me. Like, what? I need you to do something mm-hmm. so you can help me out. And I would hope that he wouldn't take that as an offense Mm -hmm. and would be like, you know what? You're right. Let (laughs) me try to find something while also like having the space and the time to work on like my dream and my creative, Mm -hmm. you know, talents and things like that. And then there's also that side of like people, especially being like, you know, that whole entire, I'm the woman. I shouldn't be like, you know obligated to bring everything home you should at least be doing something correct there's like a certain expectation of like you should be bringing something home whereas with a man there's more like they get like society grooms men to have this confidence of like you should be able to take care of everything and your girl Mm -hmm. should not have to want Mm -hmm. for anything yeah you shouldn't have to ask her to get a side job you shouldn't like she should just be cool with like you want it, like there's there's this like weird like thing that America paints in our mind where like 
you need to be able to provide enough for your family. That means for you, your woman and your kids, like you should be able to make enough money to provide and have them not want for anything. Mm -hmm. Should, is it fair for all that to be put on a man? Yes and no. (laughs) And I say this because men already have an advantage Mm -hmm. in general. So I just feel like as a woman, no, we're not going to want all that put on that put on us and no we're not going to want to put that on you but at the same time you have the upper hand whether you like it or not and whether you know it or not i'm letting you know right now you have the upper hand as a man Mm -hmm. you're going to get paid more than me if you start if you start today if you start right now and you start in a corporate company and i'm i've been in the corporate company already for 10 years let's Mm -hmm. say Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to get a promotion if you go into like uh an opposite company and they're about to have an, a, a promotion like the next month you're probably going to be getting the com- promotion more than i would if i'm against my um my male colleagues because mm-hmm. they're men very true <laughs> i find so in conclusion <laughs> so in, in this essay i will <laughs> tell them that men no. Make sure you're bringing some shit home and not nothing home. <laughs> yeah. All I would say is just with that, when it comes to stuff like that, you got to be transparent and open from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, let that person know, hey, you know, I have no problem, you know, supporting your creative dreams and stuff like that. But um, you got to do something. You got to do something. <laughs> like, you know, pay a cable bill. Right. You better bag a grocery. Bill, get the groceries. Like, you have to do something something to provide something right. in this dancery. <laughs> and if you're not okay, Mary. <laughs> I can't. And if you're not able to do so at that exact moment, then like, you know, okay, that's fine. But if you're at least looking to f- some way like help support what's going on in the household, then okay, that's fine. And oh. another thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> passion (laughs) if you are a creative and you're trying to work on your craft and everything do not use your trying to be creative and your wanting to be um better at your craft and doing your entrepreneurship as a means to be like oh you know what i can't get a job and provide for us to try to pay this bill because i'm trying to work on my craft no, if you really set your mind to it, like your mother told you to, <laughs> and you do <laughs> what you're supposed to do, then you can do both. Just like how I go to work and come home and feed our kids, you can go to work and then come home and help around the house and stuff like that. You can go to work and then come come home and set aside time for your craft. That's what time management is for. Come on. Uh, Preach. Mm. Preach. Any other comments? On the subject, it's just be fifty fifty. I think that's like yeah, pretty a much. nice balance. Yeah, I feel it. Fifty fifty. Mm, well, there's one more topic under arm, brother, that we have to tackle. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain this? I do. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Frenchie. I do. Okay, so we have something on here called the dump them friend. <laughs> okay, this is the friend. That, you know, you come to them with, like, your relationship problems and things like that. And their solution, it's nine always times out of ten, ten times out of nine, dump is them. dump them. 
And they're usually ones who have nobody. Mm-hmm. Usually. Or they're usually the ones who have a traumatic relationship within themselves. Yeah. Usually. So, like, how do you deal with those people? Yeah. Like, and what? They don't give advice. They just say, dump them. You em. just need to dump them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no advice. <laughs> no words. So except for dump them. Dump them. Uh, so helpful. What, what do you do in those situations? Like, how do I know? I've never had any of those friends. Have you? Yes, yes, I have. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> right. There's like a gender thing going there on here. Be. Wait <laughs> a minute. Now, now I'm interested. Oh, maybe. More interested. Right. Now, now I want to dive in. I'm not going <laughs> to say, I'm not going to say I've never had any of those friends because I'm sure I have, but like they haven't made it vocal to me so direct to where it's like, oh, no, you need to leave that nigga, you. you know? Like, they would tell you. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had any of those. Okay. But I also don't wish I had any of those either. You mm. don't want one of those. No, you I don't. don't. But I will say that situation taught me. Okay, I used to have a friend. Mm. We're really cl- like we're like really close. You know what I'm saying? It um got you know I was like in a relationship and I would tell like this friend things and I'd be like yeah you know he did this or he did that blah 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 blah. and so my friend would always tell me like well you just need to dump him you just need to dump him and I'm like well I don't want to do that I just came to you because I want to vent about what's going on and I want to hear like your advice not telling not necessarily telling me like you need to dump him like I want to hear like you know some constructive Constructive criticism (laughs) what you would do in the situation not just yeah like like, i want to know what you would do in the situation he would just be like well just get rid of him and i'm like well wait a minute you know what i'm saying and so one day i was telling him about whatever problem i was having like in my relationship and he was just kind of like well (laughs) i'll never forget this and he was just kind of like, well, I already told you before, like, on multiple occasions, like, to just leave him. So, if you're not going to do that, then, like, don't tell me nothing else about wow. what happened between you and him. Because that's going to be my, like, reaction. I'm just going to tell you, tell you that you need to leave him. And if you're not going to leave him, then, like, don't tell me anything else about him. Because all I'm going to, he was, he basically told me, like, the next time that you tell me something um like grimy that he did i'm just gonna be like i already told you and like basically he was gonna laugh at me and be like i already told you what to do so you keep coming to me telling me like all these bad things this person is doing to you and you keep telling (laughs) today (laughs) you keep like settling for the same stuff and like saying that the same things are okay so if you come to me with this same stuff again, I'm just gonna laugh uh-huh. and be like, "I already told you what to do." So stop coming wow. to me with that. So that's not a real friend. No, that, I mean, at, in one sense you can say it's not, but in one sense you can say that it is, mm-hmm. because at one, you know, on one half it's just kind of like, "Well, that's me. Why wouldn't they just, you know, be supportive and <sighs> what you're going through and try to give you solutions?" But on the other hand, it's like, well. If you keep coming to the same person with these same types of problems and they've already tried to 
tell you what they think is best for you but, and you don't take right. it. Okay. But you keep coming to them with the same thing over and over and no. over and no, 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 over no. again. I can't they're even gonna, know. That's not, no. that's not what you're saying. Like, that's not they're going to be like, well, I kind of already gave you like my solution uh-huh. and no. you didn't take That's not it. when no. you can say that. So. No. That's not when you can say that. You can say that when you've actually given advice, not when you just say exactly. don't. Exactly. Like but if you actually, Right. But if you actually True. given like real advice that is not just two words, you mm-hmm. then and then they come back to you like a third time a third or fourth time and they say they say the same shit but mm-hmm. you are giving them like a real solution not just dump him then you could come back and say well i told you what I, my thoughts on this mm-hmm. and now i'm gonna let you and now i'm gonna let you have like i'm gonna let you live it once you figure out what you like once you figure out for yourself like what you want to do i've already told you what you want to do you still want to be clowning around and if you want to be clowning around just know that the clown comes back to bite Right, the clown comes back (laughs) to bite and when it does come back to bite i will i'll be here to like like get you through it but and i'm not gonna say i told you so because then that's gonna be like that's some bullshit don't don't do that like you told them and they already feel about don't throw it back in their face Mm -hmm. but at the same time you told them but now you just gotta let them live it and let them figure it out for themselves because if you keep pushing your opinions on them like that then they're gonna push you away Mm. and then then that turns into something else how do you feel about people who give unsolicited advice do you feel like there's a (laughs) (laughs) there's a certain time or place for everything to be given there is a time and place for everything yep i think so i like don't tell me like i'm at a party with the person that like I come to you about whatever you like, girl, you need to just because <laughs> I done told you da, 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 da. like this is not the space mm-hmm. this is not the constructive time. criticism on what to do with my man that's sitting right next away to me. From me. Like what the hell? I feel like there's a time and place for unsolicited advice, and I'ma mm-hmm. just say this on that. Mm-hmm. I've been in a situation, not even it wasn't even unsolicited advice. But it came out of nowhere, like out of left field, mm-hmm. where someone, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone let me know what was going on <laughs> in my shit. And I was so, like, I was so taken aback, <laughs> slash confused about where it came <laughs> about where it came from. But I was on FaceTime with someone, and they just let me know true tea from bat. Something that I hadn't even seen in the nigga. Uh, uh-huh. And they just did some analytics. So I'm like, okay, listen, what has this person done for you? This is what I've seen someone else do better for you. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen someone else be better for you. I've seen someone, like, you know, like, really just giving something. And this came out of nowhere, by the way. But from that conversation, I remember I bought it back to you. Yeah. I bought it back to Ajay. I bought it back to Frenchie. <laughs> but I bought it back. <laughs> I brought it, I bought it back to multiple, I bought it back to multiple of my friends. Like, uh-huh. yo, like, yeah. I just got spit some real shit right now. And like, and we all agree. Did you? I'm like, <laughs> right. like, you the same response? Because we, I know. Right. I was you know. Agreed. With the right. And it's not that I asked this person for the advice, but they felt the need to give it to me because mm-hmm. it needed to be heard. And I didn't hear it until I heard it from that mm-hmm. one person. So it's like, I realize there are certain times and spaces. There was a time where I'd be like, you know what? If I didn't ask you, then why the fuck you, like, you know, why the fuck you, <laughs> the fuck you, why you commenting? 
thing. But now right. it's a re- now it took me back to like, okay, I didn't ask for it, but I needed it. Right. Because now I see what's going on here, and like it's not, mm-hmm. it's not right. And I'm able to make that like, okay, something needs to change in this. And it literally like flipped the trajectory of the relationship I was in completely. But not for the worse. Definitely for the better. So, mm. well, you know. That's good. Preaching are, to the choir. <laughs> <laughs> not preaching to the choir. <laughs> <laughs> but the dump them friend. I feel like if you just have a friend that says dump them, then dump that friend. Mm, honestly. Which I ended up dumping that friend. Mm-hmm. I also learned in that I was like, okay, I can't keep coming to like my so-called like friends or just like like my friends. I can't keep coming to them about every single like you know bad thing that's going on or a problem or issue that I'm having in my relationship because you know eventually they'll get just like that one friend that I ended up dumping and being like okay girl you done came to me about you know you came to me 50 times times about this same this same issue Mm mm-hmm or whatever with the same person I've already given you like my advice on what to do and you haven't done it so I don't know what to tell you mm-hmm. you know uh-huh. yes so you said everything already so now I just gotta let you be a clown right do your tricks right waste your time where's your so red like, nose I, I learned like where's okay, your red nose let me stop telling everybody every day damn thing and let me focus on like okay when something happens let me put that energy on fixing and resolving and talking about things and to the person i actually have this problem with because that's who needs yeah, to cause hear sometimes it that's and, better you know yeah that's who i need to resolve it with because my friends aren't the person i'm gonna be like you know i guess like you know they say like you lay your head down with this person every night mm-hmm. or whatever like they're not going to be that person laying next to me at night it's going to be the person that i'm involved with yep. so i need to talk to them and you know we need to work through that together on our own and do what's best so, for yourself yeah mm-hmm. but nika you nika said that she had a dump them friend too so was it like the same as my dump them friend or was it, it like was a different? dump them friend with a hidden agenda bitch because they wanted you to get with them? Yes. Ah. Uh-huh. Mm. Now, I can tell you I've had one of them. But I don't yeah, even I've call them a dump them, them friend. And I've had, oh. and them I've had, a, <laughs> I've had a dump them friend that wanted to get with the person that oh! I was talking to oh! as well. Oh. Oh. So oh. I had both of them. Oh, okay, wow. that's tr- messy. Wow. Oh, dear. They Please both got down. Do tell. Well, I was, I was talking to this, to this, to this guy, and then... But he was, like, being, like, iffy and weird and stuff. So I talked to, like, some other friend I had at the time. I was like, like, yeah, so what should I do? Blah, blah. And I was like, well, I don't know. Just tell him how you feel. And blah, blah, blah. I was just like, okay. Like, I, so I was, like, talking to him. like, oh, you know what? Just dump him. You know, just dump him. Mm-hmm. You know? He keeps doing, oh, no, dump him. He dumb. Blah, blah, blah. And then I was just mm-hmm. like. Meanwhile, they plotting on your head. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, they plotting. Plotting. Sometimes they be plotting. Mm-hmm. And I had another friend where it was like the same situation, but they were trying to get with the person. So they were trying to like feed like 
negative thoughts and stuff. And energies. And, yeah, negative thoughts and energies and stuff because they were trying to get with that person. I was just like, you raggedy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just terrible. You raggedy bitch. Oh. <laughs> Are they still a raggedy bitch? Probably. Shit, they probably uh-huh. pregnant. I don't fucking oh. know. <laughs> Email us. <laughs> Are you pregnant? Email us. Are you pregnant? <laughs> the black umbrella PC at gmail.com. Which I mean, congratulations to them. That doesn't mean that they're still not a piece of shit. Okay, true. There are a lot of people out there who have kids who are still pieces of shit. I know a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's simple as that. Because yeah. some people just never fucking change. They don't. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah, I can't definitely. I can. I haven't had a direct experience with a dumb thing friend, but I have had experience with someone trying to persuade like me to dump someone because mm-hmm. yeah, they think like they're that. better mm-hmm. for me that was it yeah oh and i could I've, do better i wouldn't treat you that way right yep i've had that kind of situation but i always pay that shit dust i feel like someone who's trying to come into your situation or your unit or what you got going on Bad. just because they think they but like you know i feel like that's like you know what I have to make that decision for myself. I can't be fully invested into a relationship with somebody. And then you come in and be like, okay, but do they do this? Or do they do this? Right. Or do they do that? Like you're putting on a show now. Like you're literally putting on a show, like trying to find specific elements I've talked to you about as inconfidence as a yeah, friend. You marry a na- ass nigga. Right. Like I've, co- I've talked to you about these situations and confidence as a friend. And now you're trying to use them to boost your like points. And it's like, you ain't you ain't boosting shit. If anything, like I'm about to let you go as a friend because I can tell right now what you're doing is you're scheming. Like I might talk to you and be like, "Hey, homeboy, got on my nerves today about this, right? This, 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 and that." But now, you now you're like, and be "Well, the here's what I'm doing, and here's what I'm," and I'm like, "Ah, uh, this is kind of sketch." Like every time right. you come to me, you talk to me, talk to me about hidden uh, agenda, right? A hidden agenda. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you talk to me about something that's just like, okay, that's so crazy because that just relates to exactly what I told you a week ago. And now here you are, and I'm going. I'm gonna go. let you go because uh, I see what you're gonna do. Don't got time. So, any other things you want to talk about before this show is over? Any other last comments, words? Yeah, of course. Follow, Follow us. us. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast. Use the hashtag TBU Podcast and email us at the Black Umbrella PC at gmail.com let us know what you thought about or let us know how you are going to use or use the word of the day what are you paying dust um how do you feel about the for the bird segment the gust of wind segment the under our umbrella segment what do you want us to talk about under our umbrella next week did you see us Right. What do you think about <laughs> you the movie? Because we need to know. We're trying to get as much info on what y'all thought and on what we thought. We're trying to put it together. Mm-hmm. We need to know what's going on. So just let us know what's going on in y'all's life and all that. Anything else, Nika? And remember, kids, you can have your own opinion, but don't be a fucking dumbass. Okay. <laughs> Greatness. <laughs> remember to brush your teeth and wash your face. They're important. Mm-hmm. No dingleberries. Wipe your counter. No dingleberries. Wipe, your Wipe counter. that counter. <laughs> and make sure to always live your life mm-hmm. like it's your last. Hey. Right. Because like we said in our intro. Shine bright. You're about to get a divorce. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was and if you're not married. Um, you're about to get a man. <laughs> Yay, or a woman. <laughs> Anything. Yay. 
It's total whatever. opposite. It's whatever. You're about to get a plant, a dog. A plant? It's whatever. What kind of plant? A Venus flytrap? I've always wanted to own a Venus flytrap just because. I did too. I never could grow them correctly. They're kind of scary though. They are. Low-key, high-key. But I have some wasps that have been trying to come on my balcony lately. I cannot. Maybe they can eat the wasp. I don't know. <laughs> now we're just rambling. in. Mm. Episode is over. Wasps. Over. Adios, y'all. Follow Bye. us. Use the hashtag. Email us. In peace. Peace. Love. Bye. And hair grease. We love y'all. Let us know what to do for the intro. Please. Next episode, out. please. Thank you.